hello you guys welcome back to another episode of the inflow podcast if you're new here my name is ani b this is nadine and today we are finally filming the long-awaited episode about what the heck we are doing to our skin and it is the most requested comment that we get out of all of the comments that show up on our page every day <laughs> what is your skincare routine is the top one so we are finally going to share with you guys what we're doing to our skin talk about our skin journey if you know me from tiktok you've probably seen all of my skin post videos because i was really struggling with really bad hormonal acne last year and so i've been going through my own journey nadine's you know gone through hers too so we are just going to dive into what it's looked like for us and what changes we've made that have made the most difference exactly and it's so funny that that's one of our top comments because we were literally struggling with this so badly just last mm-hmm. summer yeah. um, and we've been able to do a whole kickstart and a whole like new routine on what it is we formulated we got it down to the root mm-hmm. of it yeah. um, and I think really at the end of the day we're so grateful that we went through this and um, you know it taught us more that we are more than just our bodies of course and you know we've always known that but it's really easy to get something like your skin to be affected to really ruin your confidence um, I feel like we went through this so we can really appreciate the other parts of us that are really amazing and beautiful um and then as soon as we were able to do that and switch everything up our skin kind of got the memo yeah for real i feel like um me personally i was so hyper fixated on it and there was like it was it's like one of those coins where half of it's good half of it's bad i'm glad that i was really hyper aware because it made me fix everything that i was doing wrong But on the flip side, it made me so focused on every new pimple that came and every change that was happening in my skin. And so it was like almost like I was manifesting bad things happening to it. And I'm sure that the way that my mindset was at the time was aiding in why my skin was getting so bad. So yeah, that was really cool to to battle and to go through. And it was the most difficult thing I've ever gone through in terms of like physical appearance, you know, like I have never really had something drastic happen to me physically that's made me really feel insecure until this. I've never struggled with acne in high school or anything. And then boom, at 22, just like the craziest acne of my whole life just random happened randomly. And so, yeah, learning to find confidence and learning to really walk into a room with my aura speaking for me rather than, you know, my physicality speaking for me was a huge, huge lesson. And I remember saying that to you so much as it was starting to get better that I, I, I was seeing very quickly that there was a purpose to this and that, you know, for a reason I was going through all of these terrible changes in my skin and really learning that confidence is absolutely internal and it has nothing to do with how you look physically. It can be completely determined on your physicality if you want it to be, but it doesn't have to be. And so when you walk into a room and you choose to light it up, that can be solely based on the energy that you bring. Um, but what you're focused on and what you're insecure about becomes the center of attention for you. So if you focus on the things that you love about yourself, then that becomes the thing that people see. Exactly. It's interesting because Ani used to say this to me all the time, especially, um, even in my workout journey where I would like look at myself in the mirror and see certain things you were like a 3d version of you is what she would say and you're only looking at yourself like just in the mirror like there's a whole other parts of you your hair the way that you walk the way that you talk the way that you you know um lead a room it has nothing to do with what happens on your face but we will be letting you know and on all all the tips and tricks 
yes about taking care of your skin and a big one for me um and Ani will point to this too is that it completely changed our diet not me so much i know for sure Ani has a lot more allergies than i do and i think that that was a really good indicator of what needed to be changed as far as diet um but i definitely did incorporate a lot more um vegetables different types of meals more vegan meals into my into my diet and that definitely really helped with my skin for sure Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think that going through the skin journey made me develop an extreme love for cooking. And I used to think that I was not good at cooking and I never did it. And then I was going through all these hormonal acne changes and getting these really painful cystic pimples on my cheeks, on my jaw, everywhere. And so my biggest goal in life at that time was trying to figure out how to make it stop because it felt like every day it was getting worse. So I started paying close attention to my gut. I started paying close attention to the inflammation I was getting in my body and how I was reacting to the things that I was eating. Because if the things that are happening to my hormones are changing out of nowhere and my hormones are just going crazy, there has to be a reason. And I went to a a dermatologist and she hit me with the like, oh no, it's normal. Everyone goes through a hormonal shift around this age. And I believed her. And then I started taking acne meds. And then I'm literally thinking to myself like, but why? Why do people go through a hormonal change? Like, I don't think that that's actually that normal. I don't think yeah. that we should be normalizing like extreme acne like this in, at 22, like for no reason. So I started thinking about, okay, if my home hormones are becoming unbalanced, what am I doing differently in my life that could be causing that? And by process of elimination and taking close attention to what changes were happening in my body, I realized that when I eat meat, it makes me really, really inflamed. Like mm-hmm. I was having turkey bacon every morning for a good amount of last year. And I actually, I used to film a lot of YouTube videos and I noticed once by editing a video, like right when I woke up, I didn't have any inflammation in my face, really chiseled, looked good. And then I had my breakfast with my turkey bacon. And then the next clip that I recorded of myself, my face was very puffy. And I was like, holy shit, look at that difference, you know? And I'm like, I would have never noticed if I wasn't paying this close attention. Mm -hmm. And so meat was a huge thing. When I have chicken, I feel so bloated and just like, my body does not digest it very well and it'll like sit there and I'll definitely feel like I get acne like almost immediately after chicken beef just basically for me meat is a no I haven't had meat in man I think now it's been like almost a year since I've had meat I I really when I started this acne journey I said I figured out that meat was something that was contributing and I literally cut it out and never looked back And I've tried to have meat like here and there just to like test it out. But what's so interesting is that once you stop doing something and then you try to do it again, your body really shows you what it does. And so it's like, wow, okay, now that my body is not used to having meat, when I do have it, it makes me feel really terrible. Yeah, absolutely. It's just the truth. And I I think I was a little bit delusional about how bad i mean i wasn't delusional i knew how bad processed food was you know and going out and just having the convenience of going out there and getting whatever food personally to me i don't have a problem when i eat meat at least not that i've seen um my skin actually really cleared up after i realized that 
I was horrible at washing my face. Like I just, I was bad at it. I did not have a routine. I remember every single time I would like go to Sephora and like just pick this one cleanser that was like the new cleanser. And then I would get this like new toner and then I would try them both out, but then I wouldn't have the moisturizer and then I wouldn't have this. And so I was just kind of everywhere with my routine. So I could see that that was kind of a baseline and something that I really needed to take seriously. It definitely helped after getting my first facial. And when I got a facial, it cleaned out all of my pores. And then I started doing the routine cleansing in the morning. And then it was the hyaluronic acid and the toner all in my face. And then I would put the moisturizer after. And then I literally, I think for a good two weeks after getting that facial, I didn't want to put any makeup on my face. I just refused. And just feeling how like bright and clean and amazing that you look and feel, you just can't go back. I started taking taking off my makeup a little bit more seriously. It was the use of um, micellar water um, to take off the makeup uh, with the little cotton pads. And then it was the double cleansing at night, the hyaluronic acid, and then this um, other serum. What's it called? right before you put on I, we have the same routine yeah. i'll walk you guys through the routine and like and tell you them what the products are too because i know them off the top of my head oh, okay, okay so nadine and i have the same routine we're going to give a little shout out to our facialist amy if you're in orange county and you are looking to clear out your skin if you've been struggling with acne i'm seriously telling you that this changed my life no sponsorship nothing like that genuinely this just seeing this woman has been so pivotal for my skin mm-hmm. and um yeah so but before like i was making all the changes changes in my diet and like changing up my routine and whatever but I was still getting acne and it wasn't until I saw her and she cleared everything out that it literally felt like a reset button on my skin Mm -hmm. and so by doing that it felt like now all of the effects of the new things that I was doing the healthy changes were finally actually happening and like the results were coming through because my skin was cleared out so anyway i saw her the first time she put me on this routine okay and this is the game changer okay i don't know if it's just the routine or if it's the routine plus the specific products but we're going to tell you all of them so step one is to use this simple cleanser by her brand specifically it's called aesthetics aw aesthetics you will tag her on our instagram story so you guys can see Um, We use her cleanser in the morning, just a regular cleanse, 60 seconds, one Mississippi, two Mississippi, yada, yada. After that, we use a purifying toner mixed with the hyaluronic acid together. And those are two products that we also got from her. Mm -hmm. And you mix them together in your hand and you put it all over your face. I wait a few seconds for it to dry up a little bit. And then after that, you can go in with either like a brightening serum or something else. I like to use the niacinamide dew drops by... um, glow recipe i've been using those recently those are really awesome and then after you do your little serums then you go in with the moisturizer i have super dry skin so i use two moisturizers i use the cosrx snail mucin moisturizer and the summer fridays cloud dew and then i go in with an spf after after all of that that's the morning routine Mm -hmm. (laughs) the more extensive one is the evening one which is basically like the same simple cleanser but twice So like if I get home from the gym, I take off my makeup. If I'm wearing any, I cleanse one time. Then I hop in the shower, wash my body, do my thing. When I hop out of the shower, I cleanse the second time. Because one thing I notice is that if you go into the shower with a dirty face, the steam from the shower starts to open up your pores. So if you're sweaty or you have makeup on, it really makes your skin like soak up all that nasty stuff. Mm -hmm. So do your first cleanser before you even get into the shower. Um, And then... 
after that, same thing, hyaluronic acid with the purifying toner. And then we're skin cycling too. So that is a whole nother thing. But basically you do an exfoliant one night, a retinol the next night, and then one to two days off after that. So yeah, we will do our whole little routine with, depending on what the day is, an exfoliant, a retinol, or a rest day. So yeah, that's kind of that's kind of the routine. And it sounds really intense, but um, it kind of is intense. It's like four or five products, really. And then you're reusing them and doing them. My favorite tip that I didn't know was so vital was do not use a towel yep. to dry your face. Use paper, paper towels. towels. Yes, paper towels. I go through a roll of paper towels a week. Yeah. Like a whole ass I didn't roll. realize how imp- important that was. Yeah. And also in the shower for body acne too, after you're done with your conditioner, then you scrub your body down. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and you use an exfoliating glove. So wash your hair first, do your conditioner. When I'm doing my conditioner, like before, back in the day, I would be like, okay, wash my body while it soaks in. You cannot do that, you guys. If, unless you don't get acne and you don't have sensitive skin, do whatever works for you. But yeah, you you have to like specifically wash your body afterward because conditioner is like a really poor clogging thing. Even on my face, like after I have a hair wash day, I'll feel my face be really irritated. So that's another reason why I do the second cleanse after I get out of the shower. Um, I definitely think that, at least for me personally, I can speak on the fact that I do the absolute most for my skin's health. And I don't think that all of the things is necessarily necessary for everybody to do. But um, I am on like the spec- the, this side of the spectrum. My skin <laughs> is extremely dry, extremely sensitive. If I try one product that my skin doesn't like, I will get like eight pimples immediately. So I am really, really careful with what I do for my skin. But someone like Nadine, who might also have reactive skin, isn't as sensitive as me, so might not have to take the same precaution. Um, but the way that I wash my face <laughs> and how like long I'm washing my face and how like precise I am with every part of my routine doesn't have to be like that for everybody but um that it does do the best results I'll tell you because even then I was reluctant because I'm like okay Ani like my skin is not that reactive I don't know if I need to do everything but I guarantee you that if you were to actually follow the steps and do exactly what Ani did to her skin I mean it'll I mean, you guys ask me what I'm doing every day. So I'm telling you, and it's kind of crazy, but this is just what happens. Um, And so what's the, uh, sorry to cut you off. What's the the genetic um, or the food, what's the food allergy uh, company that you used that you were able to get so um, you can get back some info on like what was really bothering you in your skin? So I did this food allergy thing. I don't remember. Oh, it's called like Everly Well or something like that. But that didn't do anything for me, oh, okay. you guys. I, I looked that up. It told me that I had like a couple mild food allergies, but it didn't even tell me that I was allergic to the things that I am reactive to. So you literally just had to intuitively eat the yes. food and then just figure it out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like for me, when I have tofu, for example, if I have a lot of tofu because I was eating that for a while when I stopped eating meat. I would get these little tiny bumps all over my chin area, like specifically right here. And they weren't like normal pimples. It was a reaction. So it would get kind of itchy and irritated. And I noticed that whenever I had tofu, I was getting those right around my lip chin area. And so when I would stop eating tofu, they'd go away. And same thing happens with corn. When I have corn, I get the same little tingly bumps right here right all over my chin when I have eggs, that too. And so it might not 
actually be the thing itself, but it might be that I have a reaction to the pesticides that are being sprayed on these things or like the additives being added in meats and or whatever. I could just be allergic to some of the things here in America that are being put in these these foods. So there's no way of knowing um, unless I go to another country, I guess, and find out. But at least here, I'm noticing the things that make me reactive. Now, if I were to go have beef, I'm not just going to like randomly get a million pimples. But what it is going to do is mess with my gut and mess with my digestive system. And if I'm feeling bloated and not great here, it's going to show right here in my face Mm -hmm. because your gut is literally like the the brain of your body it really like is the center of everything that's happening so if you're not digesting your food well if your metabolism's all out of whack you will see it in your skin and it will show up so i'm just really mindful of like what i'm putting in my body so i'll tell you guys a little bit about like what i don't eat because i don't eat a lot of things um but like These I are said, the non-negotiable lists yeah this is the non-negotiable list but like i said this is just doesn't have to be but for you, you. Know, no but it does because well okay it doesn't have to be for you but other than the meat part most of the things that she's going to name off the list i've cut out too and i've already seen mm-hmm. a drastic change like yeah for sure not corn i have not eaten corn oh really good yeah, at all well the thing about corn is that like they spray a lot of things on corn and if you just do your own research on it it's just not the greatest thing to eat and it's not even about it being corn it's about what is on the corn so yeah that's something that my family actually taught me because my aunt is like severely allergic to one of the pesticides that they put on corn so she can't eat it at all um so anyway i don't eat corn i don't eat soy so i'm soy free corn free meat free i don't have dairy i have dairy once in a blue moon but since i don't have it so much when i do have it it makes me feel really icky and it gives me a stomach ache and it just doesn't feel good so i don't do it often i also do not eat wheat and that is the biggest one that i've cut out so i'm gluten-free guys that changed my motherfucking life like i can't explain it to you how much that changed my life i was eating wheat every day i think everybody eats wheat every day Mm -hmm. in america like i i think that if you were to look in your diet and figure out where there's gluten it's probably in every meal that you have and i had no idea that this was a thing but um i don't even remember where i found this information out probably somewhere on tiktok or something But I realized that wheat is really bad for you, actually, and for a multitude of reasons, but specifically your skin. And it's linked to a bunch of different skin diseases. And like if you have psoriasis or if you have eczema, things like that, if you go to certain specialists, they'll tell you to go gluten free because of its effects on the skin and what, you know, the negative things that happens to it are. And So I learned this information about wheat and learned about how it was created and how, you know, the GMO and everything about it. I just did some research and I was like, okay, this sounds low key disgusting. So I'm going to stop eating this and see what happens. And that plus a facial plus this new routine, my skin cleared up like fucking quick. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry I'm cussing so much, but like, geez, like I, I will show you guys on Instagram, like before and after. And even if you just go to my TikTok, you'll see how bad my skin was not even just eight months ago. Like I couldn't even go outside for a little while. It was really, really tough to go through. Yeah. Some of the, some of the, the, um, the things that I would say that in the beginning that I took more seriously and would see a difference in mm-hmm. was definitely the drinking of the celery juice. Yeah. 
That was if you drink a cup of celery juice every single morning before it flushes out your entire system. It's so good for you. Do it for a month and then tell me to see a difference. Like, don't just have a cup of celery juice once a week and be like, hmm, why is my skin not? <laughs> it's because you need more. Mm-hmm. Um, and another thing that I noticed, and I'm going to touch up for you, was uh, whenever you had felt really inflamed or something really didn't go well and clearing your lymphatic system, those ginger, lemon, turmeric shots always really helped too to calm down any of like reactivity that you had. I loved making those. Um, They were a bitch to make because my juicer (laughs) was so annoying, but it was worth it. Um, And that's something that I notice a lot in my skin is I, when I get inflamed, I see it in my face very clearly. I think because I have like kind of like high cheekbones, like when I get inflamed in the lower part of my face, it's like, whoa, your face is fat. (laughs) And so I can, I can notice really quickly when I'm inflamed and yeah, especially when I, when I'm getting breakouts, my face gets really inflamed. It feels really hot. And those ginger turmeric shots were really helpful with combating that. Even to this day, I don't spend the time making them fresh like I was before, but I do get them from the store, like the Suja brand. And I have those, I always have like a couple emergency ones in my, in my fridge, because if I'm feeling inflamed in the morning, I'll take that and it will really help me. Um, also I find that inflammation makes you feel really sluggish and tired. So if you find that you're inflamed constantly, or even just like once in a while, if you have anti-inflammatory foods and different supplements in your life, you will actually find that you are more energetic and you might even be able to stop having so much caffeine. Because for me, I always felt so tired, so fatigued, so sluggish. And then I started doing this skin journey thing and having really good anti-inflammatory foods in my diet. And wow, I barely have caffeine these days. Like I haven't had an espresso shot in such a long time months dude i would say if you are somebody who really needs your caffeine in the morning so be it have a matcha do like i would just yeah. refrain from having coffee so much and if you're somebody who's an often starbucks goer oh my God, and you go to starbucks a lot we love you but don't like literally there's any other coffee shop uh. that you could go to that the beans are burnt anyways they don't even taste good i don't even know why you like them first of all and the lines suck go to a local mom and pop shop and go get their coffee and go figure out how yeah. they are getting their beans um and then just go from then from then on like just avoid going to those big chains they don't care about what's being put in your body you should care um and yeah just try a matcha it's a heart opener it's good for you it's green tea um it caffeinates you and it actually pumps me up 10 times more than any espresso shot could so yeah yeah, that's my little tidbit to you too and i feel like espresso Like, okay, I haven't had it in a while, but when I would have coffee or espresso once in a while, I would get a reaction on my face as well. Mm -hmm. And honestly, okay, I I feel like I claim to be an extremely sensitive person, but I don't even think it's that. Like the more I think about it, the more I realize that, yes, I'm sensitive, but I think it's just because I've created and cultivated such care for my body that when I do things that are bad for it, it it communicates with me very clearly. And so I feel like we all could be this quote unquote level of sensitive if we took care of our bodies Mm -hmm. and we would see what's actually happening when we are eating certain things or doing certain things. Like it would show, the results would show itself to us very easily. But when you're eating McDonald's every week and you're treating your body like crap, you're not gonna see all of the things that it's doing wrong for you like on the surface because your body is so used to it and it's Mm -hmm. so used to going through all of these things and having to work so hard just to like you know digest the food and process the things versus like when you start taking care of your body and you really put quality nutrient 
dense things in it and you're very intentional, I feel like at that point, that's when everything else becomes very reactive for you. And so I don't have allergies to things. I'm not like deathly allergic to anything or I don't get like hives when I eat things. But what what I do get is a very clear indication that something is not good for my body. So I I don't know enough to say that these things are bad for everybody. So I'm not going to say that. But I definitely think that they're probably not great. Yeah, there are some foods that we could definitely avoid. And just enjoy, find a way to enjoy meal prepping for yourself. I know it can be so much easier to just drive up to any drive through and pick up your little bag of Chick-fil-A in the morning before you go to work. That was the worst thing for me. I think that was the one, and my face is not that sensitive, I would say Chick-fil-A is literally for the streets. Um, (laughs) They... (laughs) <laughs> don't care about i don't know what they're putting in their chicken so but funny. it's literally it's horrible i only get acne really at the bottom base of my chin mm-hmm. right over here it's like a little chin strap of acne it's so cute love that oh my God. um and i know the boys are hiding it in their beards stop eating your chick-fil-a you're gonna that have to shave so your beard at one funny. point <laughs> stop oh my god <laughs> but yeah and, and girls I, are no, not safe no they're not <laughs> And I I feel bad because you know I, there's uh, there's people all around the world that are listening to our podcast so these these places might not be in your area but what I would recommend is getting organic foods cleaning off your vegetables is really important yeah. what I noticed is that cleaning it in alkaline water was able to really get all of the pesticides out of it versus um, cleaning it in regular water you can almost like put an apple underwater and see how the water is just sitting on the apple that's the wax that's mm-hmm. sitting on the apple that they put on there so that way it looks fresh and shiny for you to pick it up and then eat it it's horrible so do a little bit of research on like what it's like to really clean your vegetables what vegetables really help to maintain your skin what things are anti-inflammatory diet how you can incorporate that more in your diet it'll really it'll really help mentally it'll help you so much i know that i just feel more energized i feel better i feel like i can have a way better workout if i'm having meals that really are nutrients dense yeah for sure And um, you will glow the most when you are glowing internally. And ever since I made all these changes in my life, I can wash my face, have no products on, and my skin is still glowing like this. So that is a really good indication. Like, Like I'm saying, your body communicates with you. And when you're doing things that are good for it, it shows you, it communicates that to you. And when I'm eating good and I'm making my meals and I'm drinking my water and I'm happy and truly being happy is something that really affects your skin as well. When all of those things are in alignment my skin is always showing me that and so yeah really really look into the different avenues of your life and see where you can make improvements in terms of like the things that you put in your body I would say process of elimination is a really good thing to do Mm -hmm. Um, maybe go one day where you take one thing out of your diet and then try to bring it back in the next day or the next week and see if there's a reaction Um, And just notice how you feel right after each meal. That is the most important thing. You can keep a little food diary with you or even just be very, very present. After you eat breakfast, how do you feel? Do you instantly feel tired like you want to go back to bed? That's something that was happening to me when I was eating eggs every day. I felt instantly fatigued and I was like, wow, now I need a coffee. And that's how the cycle goes. And so pay attention to those things. After a meal, you should feel energized. When I eat like my, my, right now I'm having like brown rice and chickpeas and arugula and this like Brussels sprout cauliflower mix and hummus. Like that's one of my meals right now. When I'm done eating that, I'm literally like, do-do-do 
like jumping around the house with all this energy and that's how you should feel after you're eating food food is medicine you should feel like you've been treated like you've been healed and you've been nurtured so pay close attention to what you're eating it's really important especially with people who have hormonal acne specifically because hormonal acne is coming from the inside right so whatever's going on inside is showing up on your face um, when it comes to like fungal acne and things like that, those are coming from sweat and, and external factors. But um, yeah, the things that are internal are definitely harder to to battle because hormonal acne, if, you, if you've had it or you know someone that has it, then you know that it can be really difficult to control. But all that it takes is for you to just pay attention to the things happening inside. And one little thing that I want to say is if you have hormonal acne or any acne for that matter, Remember that this is happening to you for a reason, okay? I don't want you to sit here and wonder why me and be really upset about it because I know how it feels to cry a lot about how your skin is doing and just feel really insecure and just not feel like yourself. And I just want you to remember that there is a bigger reason why this is happening for you. Um, I'll give you a great example for me. Like I, Nadine knows how many nights that I was just crying and there was some nights where you were crying for me. Because you were like, I feel so bad. I don't know how to help you. I hate to see my friend in this much pain. And it was just really, I was just really going through it. And now I get so much recognition for my skin. And I think that that is such a crazy thing because when we started this podcast, it was like episode two or three that I was having such a bad day. And I was so off in the episode because my skin was so bad that day. And you couldn't really tell fully, but when I was editing the video, I it was hard for me to look at myself because of how puffy and sad I looked. And I don't know, man, it's just really cool to to come out of that and see that now we're making a video about our skincare routines because people just think our skin is so pretty and it's like wow like that's a full circle yes yeah. so i am grateful that we went through this i feel like we learned so much about ourselves we have started paying way more attention to what we're doing to our bodies and it really has taught us to treasure and appreciate the vessels that we have yeah absolutely take a little microscope and look at your lifestyle see where your stresses are what you're putting in your body how can you be protecting yourself a little bit more do a little research on especially if you live in america you should be doing a little bit more research on what you're putting in your body as far as food um we just don't have that many regulations as far as fda like i don't even know who works there like <laughs> Is anyone home? Like no nobody. <laughs> so, and a little tidbit. I know um, I was saying like, America and food and stuff here, and he was funny because Ani had mentioned like, oh, like I don't know food from other places. Well, I will. I will be going um, to Europe. So next week, you will. Yeah, next week after this week, you won't see me on the podcast. You're gonna have a little special with Ani, um, but we're gonna keep <laughs> the little mystery. So that'll be exciting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I will be going to Spain and then I will be going to Amsterdam and then I will try all the food there and tell you all about it. I bet you your skin's going to be fucking phenomenal when you get back. I hope so. Because of all the things that you're eating. <laughs> so yeah, Europe is really cool and it's, um, it's a good place to kind of like reintroduce certain foods to you. Like I think that if I were to ever eat meat or dairy, it's going to have to be somewhere else. It's not going to be here. I'll tell you that. <laughs> um, but yeah, how exciting. So I like the idea of keeping it a secret, but I am going to tell you guys what we're going to talk about because I think that I want everyone to get excited about it. Oh, okay. So next week, we are going to talk about how to brand yourself. We're going to talk about 
making a brand for you and building a name for yourself. And really, I believe that everybody should have some knowledge about how to brand themselves because whether you want to be an influencer, whether you want to be a doctor, whether you want to build a sock company, I don't care what it is. (laughs) If you know how to brand yourself, you can be successful in any venture that you have. And I have a lot of experience and knowledge in the social media marketing space and the content creation and brand space. So yeah, I think this is a cool opportunity to sit down and share my knowledge with you guys and give you some insight on brand building, maybe starting a business and how to grow your pages if you want. I think that that would be really cool. So yeah, next week we're going to chat about that. And yeah, whatever small business you have, if you are, you know, whatever venture you're going down, this is something that's going to be beneficial for everybody. So exciting. It's going to be good. Um, Okay, I feel like that was amazing. I think that we touched on everything in terms of skincare and what we're doing to our faces. Happy Monday, y'all. Happy Happy Monday. Freaking week. Hell yeah. Okay. Um, We know this was about your skin, but at the end of the day, this is another week. It's another perfect moment for you to do exactly what you need to do to be who you need to be um, and to show up as the best version of yourself. Yes. So do just that and we will do it with you. Anyway, if you guys enjoyed this episode, please do give it a thumbs up. Give us a comment. Give us a subscribe if you want to. Leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify if you want to help us grow. And we will see you next Monday, 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Don't be late. Don't be late. Bye. Bye. (laughs) 